Refuge Worldwide. Refuge Worldwide. Refuge Worldwide. Welcome back, everybody, to the No Man's Land podcast. Not welcome back, but because we haven't done a live one in a while, right? But here we are again doing a live one at Refuge Worldwide with Black Pearl. And and Jams can't hear herself. Jam, you know yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear me <laughs> so now. So Jams is in fact here. I'm here. Jams and Present. Black Pearl. <laughs> yeah. So Black Pearl, I mean, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. But um, I have known you this summer. We've done a lot this summer. Yes. I've taken your picture quite a few times on a few stages. Fab. And I have to say, you're one of my favorite subjects to take pictures of. <laughs> you're an incredible dancer, incredible energy on stage and off stage. You do ballet, you vogue, you shine bright just by being you all the time. And um, yeah, I'm so happy to have you on and to have you tell your story. Maybe you can just introduce yourself. I love how she's like, I'll missed. let you introduce yourself. And then she proceeds to introduce <laughs> That's her. That's a big yeah, but. <laughs> and then goes, yeah, so what about you? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I mean it like real talk from the heart. Not even just to say, you know, we on radio bigging up people and thing. But like, I really admire your vibe and everything. So keep Thank doing what you're so doing. Thank you so much. For real. Mm-hmm. I also admire your vibe, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Vibe. Fab pictures, I love how you see the world somehow and how you capture the moment. Mm. And thank you for capturing these beautiful moments that I have with you and that song for you. So, about me. Yeah. I am Black Pearl, Jameida Lima. Uh, I'm a multidisciplinary artist. So to say, also do modeling sometimes uh, here and there. Uh, as a multidisciplinary, I most work, li- work with um, performing arts, but I also love to work with audio and images or like visual things. Um, I am a member from the iconic house of Saint Laurent that is in the ballroom community here in Berlin. Um, what else can I say? <laughs> There's so many things. I think it's more about like ask questions and I'm gonna yeah. go. Okay, yeah. well, where are you from? So, then? I'm from Brazil. Yeah, we have to add that. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I'm from Brazil. Need to add that. Um, from Mogi das Cruzes, São Paulo. So it's like mm. two and a half hours from the São Paulo city center mm. because. Okay. That I've heard I've heard about the São Paulo accent. I, I heard you, you have the sexiest accent in Brazil. Right, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I heard other Brazilians say, "Yeah, I wish I had the sing song accent of the São Paulo." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I love it. You see, for everybody who lives in Rio de Janeiro, that was the the answer <laughs> that I needed. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, nice. And how long have you been here in Berlin? Then oh, in Berlin is my second year. Okay. But I've been in Germany long. Okay. I'm a potato. I'm a soup. <laughs> I'm a sous kartoffel. Oh, yeah, yeah, sous kartoffel. Okay. Wait, how long? Uh, 13 years. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I arrived here in 2010. Oh, same. Damn. One month. August 2010. This is my anniversary. I was about right to now. say that's around the same party. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah we celebrate tonight. say that's around the same time as yeah. you, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cute. It's the time, it's the vibe. Right? It's a good <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. It was different then. Hey, it was a whole different Germany. But honestly. you weren't in 
Okay, so which parts of Germany were you oh, in when damn. you first moved? Mm-hmm. I've been traveling, let's say so. I arrived in Mannheim. Then I moved to Karlsruhe. Mannheim? Yes. Of all places, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. But they do have a strong black community in Mannheim, right? Like, by person of color. Yeah. BIPOC community. Yeah, I remember that it like, was a shock for me, too, because... When I was living there, and I went to Paris, was when I saw more black people. Mm. Then I realized that Mannheim didn't have enough. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. and all the people, like all the black people in the streets, we were kind of communicating, like, you know, what are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was like incredible for me, mm-hmm. in a way. But yeah, and then I moved to Karlsruhe after I graduated. And then I went to Augsburg. I went Where is to, that? Yeah, Augsburg is Bavaria. Okay, okay. It's closer to Munich. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then I went to Stuttgart, Cologne, and now Berlin. Okay, okay, nice. Yeah. And what was it that brought you to Berlin in the first place? Or to Germany in the first place? Because it's a long way. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, 12 hours. Direct. Yeah. Um, Direct flight from Brazil. One, yeah. one airplane. From Sao Paulo. Go yeah. 12 hours. Yeah. So I got a scholarship to finish my dance studies here in Mannheim, in Germany, to the Dagstalen Kunst mm. Hochschule, uh, Musik und Dagstalen. <clears throat> and then yeah, basically it was for that, for graduating, for finishing my ballet studies. I did contemporary, pas de de, body contact, um, what, what else, improvisation, jazz. So it was like a, a mm-hmm. very good university. And then after I graduated, I moved to Karlsruhe to dance in the Theater there. Mm-hmm. Then I would stay for three years. And then I was moving to one theater to another, basically just working the theater as a ballet dancer. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and nice. And so as a, as a dancer in Brazil, um, were you practicing the same styles? Or? No, it was crazy, I think, actually. Uh, in Brazil, I started, I always danced since I am very, very young. I never did something else, I feel. Um, everything that I did is always connected to movements or dance somehow. But I started with hip-hop in Brazil. Then I did capoeira for a bit. And then uh, I need something more soft somehow, mm-hmm. more feminine. Mm-hmm. And then I found ballet somehow. My sister in the time was doing ballet already. I always went to do it. But anyway, that time, family, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. How can be. <clears throat> and then... I started to do ballet, and then I stopped with everything. Sometimes I was doing back, I was going back to hip hop to feel because it's something that I started with, but because it's very toxic, also pushed me away from this. Right. Yeah. Um, this all this toxic masculinity was too much. I could not take it. Capoeira the same. Then I found ballet that somehow, for a way, you could take it, but it still is very like controversial. Um, why, why is it controversial? Because people think that's just because you wear tights and you can do like some soft movements. You can kind of can express your femininity. But as a ballet dancer, you need to be very masculine in your okay. way. And presenting this and pushing this. And for me, it was very 
difficult to always handle because of also my body. My body was not that masculine in that time. So for me, it was very difficult to handle it all mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. goes into deep subjects. <laughs> but yeah, how theater and ballet, and that's why made me push away also this part of my life. So I found Vogue, I found Ballroom, and it was when I could step into dance deeply because I could be myself, my fully self, and express my arts, dance, and movement. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this journey. Yeah. yeah, And I love how you still, like, kept ballet and made it your own. You know, because you do still dance ballet, mm-hmm. but you dance, like, your version of ballet. Exactly. Which is also influenced by all these other dance styles that you know and you just add like a little flavor yeah you know it's so, like the traditionally most like graceful break it, decolonizing yeah, yeah. Break it, colonize, like decolonize ballet that's what you've been doing is yeah. decolonizing ballet mm-hmm. <laughs> and i love it that's so good but the i'm thinking of so you moved to berlin to practice different styles um but since you well to germany sorry but mm-hmm. since you've been in Germany, have you been able... Well, I guess you have. I guess we just said it. I was going to ask how you were able to revisit those old styles of dance. Because I'd imagine if that's how you started dancing, that's what dance meant to you for a long time. Mm-hmm. you know. And to let those things, that those styles and those genres go very suddenly must have been, yeah, kind of a culture shock as well. Also moving country, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to ask how... Have you revisited those old styles? I mean, I guess you just said you did. But how do, how was that for you, like going back to ballet, for example, which you felt was controversial in its own way for you? Like, how did you go back to that and tap back into that? Damn, that's a good question, actually. Um, I think my body always asked for go back. Because when I started with hip-hop, was something that uh, was kind of moving me, you know. And then I started, because I was kind of not feeling in that space, I moved to ballet where I could be, yes, thank you. I could be more uh, myself, express more my femininity. And then I also see that this was not enough because I had to uh, fulfill certain boxes. And then my body was needing to go back to something that I feel familiar that is home to me and where I can generate and express and move and dance uh, other than to reproduce something, other to kind of sell dance, being a dancer. But I want to be an artist. I I want to express my feelings. So I feel that my body always asked for me to go back to find something, to find uh, classes or uh, people in the scene that was uh, training. So I was always visiting these places again to, in order that I could keep it to work in theaters. Yeah. yeah Until yeah. I said, like, I'm done with this. I will do my own things, being freelancer, and then I moved to Berlin. Yeah, and of I'm course, saying. and I guess Berlin, I guess in Germany would be the most open-minded place that you could go to kind of do, yeah, anything that you want. Yeah, here we have more accessibility, I feel. Like, especially in Berlin, you have more options, like, to find things. Like, when I arrived in Germany, I I didn't know where I could find ballroom scene. I didn't know where I could find Vogue. So if I had found Vogue in that time, things maybe would be so different right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like finding Vogue was reconnecting to my body to myself 
something that made me let it go to be a ballet dancer, to be something. Uh, and yeah, so I think this reconnection with my body make me feel different, uh, make me feel dense now in another way, in another level. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, is there any kind of regret about like, or, or not regret or like grieve about not getting into that scene sooner or like f having that realization sooner? Um, Which I'm no. asking this question because I know like a lot of the times when people do something like this where they, you know, they're in the commercial space of dance or whatever art they are in, um, then, you know, they leave and then come into this more artistic space and stuff. And there's a lot of people that grieve the time that's lost, mm -hmm. but also you kind of, I don't know, I feel like it just gives you all these tools that you wouldn't have otherwise that you can then use to create magic. Yeah. <laughs> you see the level of the questions here. <laughs> I live for it. It's not like normal question, random question, like, mm-mm. No, come on, we have Maybe, to Yeah, baby. <laughs> and it's, yeah, let's go. So... I don't have a regret. I don't have like this grief mm -hmm. uh, because I feel like everything needs to happen in um, in the right moment. Yeah. Somehow it would happen. I knew more or less about Vogue, but I could not also go deeper because I was not ready for it yeah. yet. You know, uh, and in that time I was so focused in being a ballet dancer. You know, in in perform this art and and get the technique. And this was fulfilling me so much in a way um, that it, like I don't regret because I got a lot of experience from that mm -hmm. in many many ways. Mm -hmm. Like in also knowing who I am, how it is to be a black person in that space in this white dance mm -hmm. um, style. So it's like made me realize a lot of stuff that maybe I would not realize if I would be. Um, not in the scene, yeah. not in ballet, yeah. you know. And I, the moment I think about like what would happen if I would be in ballroom that time, would be this um, quicker or like yeah, I would find myself I feel earlier. But I, in the same time, I believe that things would happen because they need to happen. So I think it's supposed to be that way. And now I can also understand this. Yeah. And take how it is. But yeah, I feel like it's important to have ballroom in these spaces right now because then people don't have to experience what I experience. So mm -hmm. young people can find themselves earlier mm -hmm. and also deal with all these things. Because I had to let it go of ballet to be myself. So have people that with a knowledge, with like this accessibility, this visibility can make you stronger to keep fighting for other places that you cannot be, but you can exist as well there and change these places. So, yeah, I feel like yeah, it's important to have ballroom now. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like, I mean, this makes a lot of sense. I was going to say that you speak a lot about uh, your relationship to your body and you obviously listen to your body a lot, which makes sense if you're a dancer, right? Mm -hmm. Um Can you tell me more about your relationship with your body? Maybe the difference, like how it changed from Brazil to Germany, because it seems like you definitely, yeah, you, you, you didn't allow yourself to do certain things or you weren't allowed to do certain things, uh, 
based on yeah what you felt at the time so could you tell us more about that yeah i feel um the connection with my body getting deeper and i knowledge more each day that i live basically because also being in constantly changing um this also affects like your body so how your relation with your body you also need to feel comfortable with this body that may gonna change in a few time you know yeah um <clears throat> so i tr always try to be very connected with my body but i also had to in order to survive in brazil or also here in my job that I'm for being a ballet dancer, for keeping this structure that was giving me um, a way of living here. So I had to put myself in boxes. So I had to disconnect myself in sensations with, with my body, in knowing, because I could not assess this so much because I have to keep this box fulfilled yeah. in order because, to live. Yeah, because in this life and in society, there are certain needs that need to be, you know, mm -hmm. you need to make money, you need to pay rent, you know, and unfortunately that does fall into certain, you know, social boxes, you know, that you have to fulfill, you know, that are priority at different times. Yeah. Exactly. So then I could not fulfill this. I could make this until 10 years is maximum that I could. And then after I had to throw the box up and say like, <laughs> let me leave. And if it's not, um, if it's not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be. Like I prefer to be me. Yeah. In order to keep doing art, and if I have to dance, I can feel that I dance because before I was just reproducing. I was going on stage and thinking about what I'm gonna buying the in the supermarket mm -hmm. you know right. yeah, yeah. because i was not so deeply connected you were and just now, on autopilot just yeah. executing yeah i have to do this this is my yeah. job you know okay. have to fulfill this 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 and now it's different the connection is this is re, uh, rediscovering myself sometimes i had feelings that i had when i was very young yeah like if i dance and i'm like bam <laughs> like <laughs> fire you up like Uh, so yeah, yeah I, I like that's, that's important that's, yeah. that's the journey so I think is the reconnection yeah yeah I mean yeah. not a lot of people can have that you know and I always admire people who like have put in the discipline and the hard work for years and years and years to get to a point where you can enter in that like the stuff that was automated or that becomes autopilot you can then kind of use it Yeah, I don't know, in a more creative way. And then they, like that to me is like, that is the ultimate artistic genius, you know? Then when you've put in the 10,000 hours, open and close quotation marks, and yeah. then you can use the, that skill to your advantage, how mm -hmm. you want to express yourself, how you want, and like tap into parts of yourself that it's very hard to tap into for most people. Bam. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the order, the order in which you experience or went through all these experiences counts because, you know, if mm. you speak about, you know, opportunities that you wish you had when you were younger and things you wish you could have done before, you know, that you do now. But at the end of the day, you know, the order in which you have these experiences sort of shapes who you are now. And then that ultimately influences how you're able to then do exactly what you just, Absolutely. you know, ex you know, explain that. I mean, I, I think that that's important because you could look back and hate your past life 
all you want. You know what I mean? It's not gonna, it's not gonna change, right? And you could, you could wish that when you were five and you, when you were ten mm. and when you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And imagine but, what would have been. If yeah, but you, this. you know, and I feel like, I mean, of course it's important to reflect on like your past and where you came from, but I think at some point, you know, you have to accept that this is your, this is your story and, you know, you, you take control of what you do now and what, what you, the steps that you mm-hmm. take now, you know what I mean? And then you just kind of build from that because, you know, th- those people that had those things before, um, I mean, aside from not being you and not having your experience, you know, they probably don't know some of the things that you know from, from going the journey that you, you know, that mm-hmm. you took. So, mm-hmm. so I think, yeah, I think that that's, a, that's important, you know what I mean? And it's difficult to, sometimes it's difficult to look back on those times, you know? But I think it's all, I guess it's all party journey, you know what I mean? Yeah. Facts. It's all said. And <laughs> I love this nail thing. Every time you <laughs> click your nails, like I hit. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I mean... So now you're in Berlin and you feel like you've been dancing here for some time and you're able to be in touch with yourself in a way that you never could have been before. Um, what is there anything that you that you feel like uh, there's something that you, you haven't done yet and you want to do? Is there something that you feel like you're still not missing, but you know, like is there a step, like is there a, a genre of dance or or a... a a chapter that you always wanted to open that you haven't as Something yet. Something you're Berlin? curious about tapping into that you haven't tapped into as yeah. yet. Damn. I don't know. <laughs> She's like, I've done it all. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and I'm done. I haven't, I plan on it. <laughs> Contability. I would right? be like, yeah, something more like very office you know uh, I think. really yeah like for baby I mean, like because the other stuff i can do okay oh okay that's your so, that's the discomfort yeah. zone is okay. the office job so like to how how would be to experience this you know like to work with just your mind all the time like yeah. just like about okay. being very structured okay. is this 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 i mean because with feelings i really like to tap it yeah um but if i go back to kunst let's say so I would say singing, mm-hmm. like to reconnect, because when I was very little in the church, I was always singing. Mm-hmm. So like how would be to experience this in my body now yeah. again would be nice. Um, so what's holding you back from doing it? I mean, nothing's, hold, nothing's holding her back. She just, you know, hasn't done it yet, you know? But so. I was like, jump, jump, like uh, from a free fall. I don't know how you say it. Maybe this like thing, yeah, bang jump. This thing I never did, and I don't think I would do it. That thing, this now. Yeah. So you take your time. You try to make yeah. more deliberate decisions. Yeah, this more kind of actions things. Let's mm. say so. Like yeah. I would not do it. I would be like, like chilling. I'm not curious. About. I'd be like, mm, you know, it's king. Yeah. This kind of stuff. I'm like, my mom. Whenever I tell my mom, because I did bungee cute. jump, and I said to my mom when I was telling her I was going to do it, she was like, "Black people don't do them things." You know? <laughs> Use ah. my child. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was the same. <laughs> She'd be like, you're white showing. <laughs> Not to be racist, I'm quoting. But you know, I think that's so funny that 
Because I, I think I've never heard that one. When I've asked someone like what the ne- what the next chapter is and is it maybe an office job? <laughs> you know? I've never I've never spoken to an artist and but you know it makes stability. a lot of stability. No, 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 stability. You mean like to have a nine to five where you know this paycheck is coming? But, yeah, boo. Is this <laughs> struggling to be? I mean, I, I hear, difficult. I hear that, and I, I mean, I think about that too. You know, because I mean, I, I think I've never been a hundred percent like an artist. I've never been able to jump a hundred percent into my craft and make money from that. You know, and of course, that's still the dream, but. I think I take a lot of things for granted in that I do have um I do have a, a full-time job that still allows me to yeah enjoy certain parts of life that maybe I wouldn't if I were if I had to struggle you know as a full-time artist mm-hmm. in certain regards you know what I mean so <laughs> I think that's so funny that you that you said <laughs> but what struck me rather <laughs> other than that was that you said you know using your mind for the whole time instead of your body you know and I guess as a dancer again that means so much more you know what i mean um i have to say it's not that great <laughs> i was gonna say, I was I was thinking, meeting and say like so what do we have for the meeting today <laughs> did you check it out i would leave this i'll tell you I what you, i'll tell you I what when you. it comes in handy when it comes in handy is when you're, you're a little fed up of using your body you know what i mean after you've had a let's say a long weekend of using your body i'll tell you that's one time when you think you know what I really don't want to do my craft or by, but you know, because when I think of art, like an, an artist, yeah, I guess it's all physical. It's all things you have to create. It's all things you have to do. And worse yet, a dancer. I feel like a dancer is the most active of all. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the, it's the athlete of the artist. Exactly. It's crazy. So, I <laughs> yeah. mean, like, exactly. I, I could imagine after a hard weekend, I mean, I'm thinking not even a hard weekend of working as an artist. I'm thinking of a hard weekend of partying, you know what I mean? But I mm-hmm. suppose you could be a hard weekend. Yeah, but after a hard you know? weekend, I don't know what you're saying because after <laughs> a hard week of, weekend of partying, the last thing I want to do is sit down in a Zoom call. Really? Sit down and do Excel tables. Yeah. No, but... Sit down and I like, mean, yeah, I but, don't know. Let's plan out what to do. Okay, yeah, but let's... Co- task let's, management for the rest oh, of the Oh, okay. Weekend. Well, let's, let's compare it directly. Absolutely not. Let's compare it directly. I would directly. much rather go and like... Chill. Chill, you know, or like. No, 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 well, forget. <laughs> chill, chill is not on the table. Da- continue dancing, you know, like, let, yeah. me, let me go sauna, <laughs> maybe get a little massage to make, like, I need one day off, you know, call in sick. I'm a freelancer too, so I don't have but to come to work one time. But this is not every weekend. We're talking about the extreme. We're talking about the Berlin weekends that you didn't cater <laughs> for. We're talking about. Summer the, vegetable. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're talking about the just one drinks. The just one drinks. And mm. then, like, it's nine on a Monday. You're like, Dan, what is this? How did I, you know, how did I? Those are how the days back, when you, and those are the days that you say, I'm so glad that I don't have to actually go and do anything right okay, now. Okay, you could say this you know? because the place that you work at, which I am trying to bring them up. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want to talk about where I work. We're going to talk about the fact that I do work, right? He works yeah. a lot, very hard, 40 hours a yeah. week. No, but it doesn't matter. But I mean, okay, so that type of job that is That type what? of job, like you could get away with slacking off. Yeah, exactly. A little bit. So that's what I'm saying. Like, But I can you... tell you, Black Pearl, from my experience, Girl. I mean, I'm speaking as somebody who left that world to join the artist world and be like, I'm, I don't care, I'll be broke. I will make my ramen, add some pat choy to make it taste fancy. Because Lord knows I cannot sit down here and talk to you bitches on Zoom no more. Drop the mic. 
It's true because then you have to do things. You're right. Yeah. You you are right. In the type of work when you work online and you work in a job that allows you to not have much human contact, <laughs> and then you could just be a couch potato and still function That's and still do your job really well, even while you're doing absolutely nothing and haven't haven't gotten up from bed. Yeah, I guess that is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of office jobs where you have to actually show up and be present i guess you're right yeah i guess i'm talking from a really spoiled post um pandemic you know view because the if there's one thing the pandemic showed us is that yeah we really don't need to come to the office we really need to you know what i mean absolutely you're right but yeah so now you have the both um the two extremes (laughs) of what your life could be like okay i'm stepping (laughs) (laughs) so okay so 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 back to you and dancing you mm-hmm. freelance now. Yes. And um, you counted a whole bunch of different things because you're not just a dancer, you're also a model, you're mm-hmm. also an artist in many different ways. How is that freelancing going for you? In Berlin. In Berlin. In Berlin. Because, you know, depending on the industry that you're in, you know, it, it really it, it differs. And actually, the first show that we ever did um, was a live show here in this booth. And we had Sophie and Gabby on. And we were speaking to Sophie about the the art scene. I think she was speaking to me about the visual art scene mm-hmm. as a as a visual artist. As a she does uh, art installations and paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to get a glimpse into how it's like um, from that perspective. So as a as a dancer in Berlin, how how is that industry? Is it super competitive? Um, do you think there's a good community here? Do you think that uh, yeah? Tell us about it. Um, all the projects that I did so far, like, runs between of people that I know. So for me, it was fine. Like, have like just a few uh, projects that I was in spaces that I didn't know nobody, and yeah, it's competitive. I feel because uh, don't have much like for my way of thinking like you see movements and you see dance everywhere so i think like in everything fits movement and dance 100%. so mm-hmm. i think the the jobs would be should be more and better paid mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah this is another thing mm-hmm. again for the people in the back <laughs> yeah right like <laughs> we give it all we make all the show for you but mm-hmm. like underpaid um can I ask? Is that too crazy to ask? Can I ask how much the average dancer in Berlin would make like for, um, in one gig, in one show, in one night? Depends. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, really depends. Like, really depends if the person is... Uh, they know what you're doing. They know you. Uh, who is like, hiring you? Yeah, who is hiring you? Because of, like, people that don't really... Don't have sense. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you were to walk away from a gig then... And think, okay, that was good. Not like a, I mean, of course, everyone would love to get paid $10,000 every time mm-hmm. they do something. But if you were to walk away from a gig and say this was an average but okay fee to get at the end of the night, how much would how much would that be? I mean, like with timing. Like yeah, this is okay, a, four hours, four yeah. hours show. Four hours show. This is, she's not a DJ, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking big theater production. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, I'm thinking goes, a ballet. I'm thinking, yeah. a, I had sisters that did ballet. So I'm thinking like a, okay. I mean, I don't have ballet shows of four hours, but I'm thinking like a full production with changes. And yeah. it doesn't have to be ballet, but just a show of that. Okay. Right? I mean, depends of the show, depends of the creation, depends of the story. 
If somebody was to hire you for four hours. Yeah, four hours, I would be like 40,000. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. No, no, 40, no. 40,000. No. I mean, if I want to do the whole production with oh. like lights, costumes, dancers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the thing, yeah. I would be like. like you're producing it. You're yeah. getting different dancers on board. Mm-hmm. You mean 40,000 is the budget for the, for the, for the, dance, for the whole for the dancing show. company. Okay. Yeah, I will give you the show. She's honey. a company. Oh, yeah. So this okay. is what you do, though. You you do the whole production. Like I can do, do it. Show. Yeah. Okay. I, this is like what I I like to do. Yeah. And what I'm stepping when I say my productions is like mm-hmm. this. When I like to produce everything, like uh, performance art. Yeah. So everything most with dance. Uh, music, um, yeah. sometimes it's a curation. the curation. Yeah, they they pick any the, the other dancers, thing. the music, the lights, mm-hmm. the the entire thing. Okay. But if it's just for me, mm-hmm. like if it's me dancing, I just want to get an idea of like average. You know, it doesn't have to be you. You know, just an okay. average dancer. You know, I know what I mean? it should be me because sure you, you want to book me. I don't want to ask your business on air. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm just trying to get a feel of the industry. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So this is what we expect. But what we get is like people sometimes say like I want um, a performance of ten minutes. Let's say so, and they have a budget of. 500 euros. Okay. Okay. For one person. Like, yeah. Is that good? Is that bad? Is that bad? average? Is that I'm bad? like... Because remember, the, it's not just the 10 minutes that she's on stage. It's the ten. It's the hours that go into preparing everything beforehand. I mean, yeah, but... And then you're also paying for 10 years of expertise, 15 years, 20 years, I, I mean, how long you've been dancing. Yes, but this argument can be used for, like, I mean... Yeah. any artist right so this is not particular every artist has to do prep every artist had years of experience every yeah but how are you gonna expect budget. something fab in your stage or whatever and you don't think about what is no 100 percent journey I'm, that i'm, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah and fab and look yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> no i'm not saying i'm not saying <laughs> that know? it's 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 this too like, high or too low it's like when guys ask you saying. to get ready for for a night out but then you have like 10 <laughs> minutes to get ready no i need two hours Baby, okay. yeah. and then tell me the time half an hour earlier than the actual time because I'm going to be late by half an hour. Yes, sure. These Listen, things take time. I don't tell you anybody. You can't just have fabulousness um, for free, Mom. I don't tell anybody how long they need to take. I tell them when we have the reservation for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I don't know who's not doing math. You know what I mean? But you know, just saying. Mm-hmm. So you think that five hundred euros for like a, a ten-minute performance? Because I don't no. know. That's low. That's low. But uh, are you the say one thousand five hundred for ten minutes as a baby, soul, as a soul a solo performer. performance? Okay, okay. One thousand five hundred. That should for be industry standard. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, for okay. me now, for like you, if you wait for, you for longer, it's gonna be <laughs> more expensive because yeah, you need to catch black pearl. Yeah. You know? Experiences, you, need to catch you know, black pearl it's at a good price. It's multidisciplinary. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get the whole package, baby. <laughs> you want a ballet goes. You want a modern goes. You want a Vogue. Go, like go. And would you say, would you say that because they, I didn't even ask you to describe the gig, but you described a ten-minute solo performance. Would you consider that, even though you said the fee was was low, if you're getting paid well, would you consider that um, the like a high form of your performance art, like a solo solo performance as a dancer? Like, is that like? <clears throat> yeah, like after I left theater, in a way, most of what people were want to buy, let's say so, uh, when they invite me to perform or when a solo performance was about my trauma. Okay. So this is uh, sometimes that theater or institutions, art institutions, big 
big art institutions they don't understand because anyways for me to be there in this space and share my my myself my story my traumas Boom. for make them understand who i am as a person because we are in a a time right now that everybody wants to know what it is you know okay. what and, is what, the yeah. and what is what is that why would they book you for your trauma as as what? Because they want to know what is diversity is. Okay. What so is like that it's trans? Tokenism. Yeah. So they want to, they need it because who going to represent this? You know, like in theater, you don't have these bodies there. Okay. So like it's a few theaters that have. And I'm, I'm asking because we're on air, so <laughs> nobody can. So could you tell us how you identify as in terms of why people would book you for this performance? Um, for the listeners. Oh, for diversity. Yeah, for diversity. Yeah, I'm a trans woman. My pronouns is she and her. And you're a person of color, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's so. it. Yeah. And then sometimes, like, example, they want to... Uh, depends what is the team or, like, what is they were looking for for the show, but basically it was most about my trauma or about mm-hmm. my identity or like who i am because yeah. politically my body is political somehow yeah. you know like yeah. so this that's kind a very personal thing yeah. you know to, to and they want to create awareness for yeah. everybody yeah. mostly yeah. for people who go to theater you know mm-hmm. okay um so yeah this was kind of like drawn me so much in the beginning because i was like i I'm tired of always having to perform drama mm. or like go and assess these places because for me I have to visit these places all the time that I'm on stage you know mm-hmm. like and this all of this to give to people f- to understand and like in form of art but this is me experience my mm-hmm. body experiencing yeah, yeah. and it's being uh, commercialized like I imagine it would be draining if you feel like this is not I'm not expressing it because I want to express it but mm-hmm. rather these people are buying my story Right. But is that how you feel about it or most in the industry, yes. Okay. Like how things are is was in a few places or in few projects that I felt that was kind of a um a collective and like experiencing this together. Depends also how is the cast, who is choreographing, mm-hmm. with who you're working with, yeah. you know, like and what you're doing. So like when I like to do my productions, I like to talk about subjects that's is important to me that I feel inside of myself and I feel the need of expressing to other people. So that's why I create art and I want to share with people. So this is more about what I know, what I experience and what translates this in my body. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes I also, I am a performer, so I like to dip, uh, to step in things that I don't have to mm-hmm. be me yeah. all the time, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and just be a dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yeah. a trans dancer, not yeah, yeah. a person of color dancer, just I dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I feel like people need these kind of things to relate to art. Yeah. You know, it's a male body, it's a female body, okay. it's a, a no binary body. I could imagine it's in a, dance, especially, because I imagine, as you mentioned in Bali, you know what I mean? Like they need uh, these rigid. Uh, systems were in place and very mm-hmm. intertwined into dance itself you know yeah. as I mean the for... movements movements are usually either male movements or female exactly. movements masculine yeah, yeah. or feminine yeah, in yeah. dance right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think it needs to be an entire shift but like, sometimes you do feel like you you uh, take these jobs or, or you you yeah that you take these jobs and you do feel uh, connected to the role and you do feel like uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's important and you are connected to the job itself. This does happen. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I jump into freelance because I can choose the jobs that yeah. I want to yeah. do it. Because if I don't choose this job, I'm not gonna get the money. But 
at least I'm going to be satisfied with myself. Exactly. And in theater, I had to dance and I have to play roles that I was not feeling comfortable mm. with. You know, and you have to do. So this freedom for me is more interesting because then I can dip into things that I'm going to experience in the same moment that I'm sharing on stage. Yeah. And I, I can also sometimes control the places and the public that I'm sharing this. Because yeah. for me, sometimes it's very difficult to, sometimes when we perform in a, a theater or a space that is mostly white people in the audience, yeah. I'm like, how am I going to connect with you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. So sometimes it's very <clears throat> difficult and then sometimes feels like I'm doing just work. Yeah, selling. Yeah, yeah. It just feels yeah. like it's a job now. A you job, know what yeah. I mean? But it, like, when yeah. you see people, or like when you have like different people, like that, you can connect deeply on the performance, uh, on the stage, and on the space. Mm -hmm. The evening is something else. So like, I feel like both receive something because mm -hmm. I get something as well as an artist, and this is what matters more to me than yeah. actually have to dance to get money yeah. yeah so what would be examples of like what are your favorite types of performances or what's your favorite type of work to do um what do you mean <laughs> like what do you i don't know like what are jobs that you always take because you, yeah. you're just like, you're like yes, yes, yes 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 yeah i i like to work uh uh with my house a lot mm -hmm. uh, because i feel comfortable and mm -hmm. it's like what's the name of the house house of saint laura Okay. Yeah, nice. Saint Laurent. <laughs> big up, big up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but I love to work with a song for you. Mm -hmm. Like, another word. Yeah, like, that's a different world. Yeah. That's like, I mean, the, the intersection between art and community. Wow. Yeah, it's a real special kind yeah. of energy. I mean, we have to have like Noah and Danish. Mm -hmm. If y'all are listening, we're waiting for y'all to come in the booth too because that's, that's a whole project that needs its own conversation. Bam. So it's... It's so different for me, like, especially like having a break from theater and have to step into the stage again. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that I never felt. Uh, what else? I did a project that was, we would perform, but we didn't get the budget. So the, perf uh, the performance could not be happen. But... We did like a, the whole creation for three weeks, mm -hmm. and this was super intense. Uh, was from Joy Puerto. She was a dancer. She is a dancer with uh, Akran Khan. She's a dancer. She lives here in Berlin. She's fab, amazing, amazing mover, uh, amazing artist. And she was creating her own production, Passage Forty Seven, Four Point Seven. And yeah, I was in. And I can say, girl, that I was like three weeks connected into this vibe, into this idea, into this creation that took me three weeks back to come back to real world. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was like also allowing yourself to feel and visit places that you normally don't visit when you dance. So it was like the whole experience was amazing. Oh, it sounds really intense. So I like these kind of jobs. Yeah. I like this kind of productions that you can kind of go deep it's inside. It's almost like a spiritual experience. Yes. Not just, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know, not just a show. Mm -hmm. So okay. you go on stage and you perform something that is kind of, you go for a reason, for a real thing. For Yeah, I feel like with anything that you use your body for, 
whether it's I don't know I'm thinking I guess also fighters would go through this um, but like fighters dancers people that yeah use their whole body to do what they do after an experience like after a show after yeah after a big event those things kind of stay with you you know um, yeah. because because you you never stop using your body right so it's like you just continue and then you know even this the movements that you would make and i guess i'm thinking yeah from a fighter's perspective it would be like injuries that they carry on for weeks and they remember when they made a mistake and then that's why they got hit or whatever you know um and they carry that for weeks and then they would have to reflect on that but as a dancer i'd imagine that must happen uh as well like just doing on daily movements or you know or going to another show or practicing or just relaxing then you kind of have to revisit you know certain experiences in a very direct way that you wouldn't necessarily do with like other art forms mm -hmm. you know that's very cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i feel also is um very few dancers that step into this mm -hmm. right because you as a dancer you can easily stay in the performative part okay you can yeah. just be a product and okay. perform you know okay. mm. uh, but like if you try to visit movements in a different way yeah uh, and like use dance as a way of expressing i think each dancer goes to deeper connection yeah. to movement and dance differently yeah. and this is for me is what you can kind of not commercialize so much and why yeah. Most of these artists who think their way cannot be holded in an institution. Yeah. <clears throat> because to be in big ballet companies, you need to be in this institution and in the system mm -hmm. and how it is. And you live it, right? It becomes your, your lifestyle. Yeah. And this is, for me, what it was killing me as an artist because yeah. I always had to reproduce. I always needed to be how somebody wanted me to be. So... Yeah, I I wish that more dancers goes into this vibe of yeah. like really understanding and feeling your body and go and what you need and what is the subject and dipping into movements. So I think they can connect as well in different mm -hmm. way. But also, <laughs> as you're saying that, that some dancers kind of, um, they choose, they have varying levels of connection with your body when you dance. It could just be choreography that you do and get paid or you can actually like really be in touch with it right um but when you oh my god i think i forgot my question i was thinking there was something oh right that's what i was gonna say so you can fall into this character when you're dancing and when you're on stage right um and when you leave stage you can also stay in that character in certain ways right mm -hmm. and i was just thinking about it in contrast to my fighter comparison because i mean if you if you try to be a fighter outside of a fight you're just an asshole right and it's just really not it's just not a you're thing not right you're just you're just that. you're just a dangerous person <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean but but uh, but a dancer not cool not cool not but cool. but if you're a dancer right and you take on this person on stage you can because i feel like i've met so many people not to say that they're um not to say that they're pretending to be someone that they're not but I've definitely met people and then their first, uh, the first person that they give me is def definitely a character that you can see that they've settled in, you know? And then after some time, you know, um, and I'm speaking specifically in terms of like performance artists, you know, and specifically dancers, because I, I always, I, I feel like I get that a lot, you know? Um, 
And yeah, that you could slip into this character and then you could not leave if you don't want to, you know what I mean? And you can kind of build up this um, character around, yeah, your art. Like an alter ego. Yeah, like, like an persona. alter ego that, that you then live, you know what yeah. I mean? That you can go out and be that character at parties and, you know, and the mm-hmm. only person that would see the real you is it could just be you, you know, when, mm-hmm. you, when you go home, you know what I mean? Um, do you feel like, how do you feel about that? Do you think that uh, that you do that? Do you think that you you did it before? I think <clears throat> I did it before. All the time that I perform as ballet, actually, because if you think about it, ballet is like something that was created three hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> bam, and they keep holding each other. That's all. Period. Like, yeah, Period. They, yeah. So anyway, so they keep producing these things, right? So you have to kind of step into characters right uh and that's why the connection to dance like with dance gets harder so for me this is also a what ballet dancers goes through a lot because it's very difficult for you to be you express who you are in the ballet technique right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah you know uh, into everything is a few dances that allow and they allow to it yeah. because you need to be allowed to be you right right right. it yeah. has to be part of the yeah your ballet master yeah, yeah. or your director need to right. allow you to be yeah, it yeah. Yeah. otherwise you're gonna be like no I want your eyes that direction yeah yeah mm-hmm. like very like okay. minimalist yeah um what else <laughs> no, so, yeah, just asking that you you, you step into sometimes. character and, yeah and for me it was yeah I I had to to step into characters and I felt I could take it for a while but I could not take it longer because I always dance for express myself since I started dance when I was very little yeah Yeah, and those are two completely different things right stepping into a character and expressing yourself as you want that's literally Literally like you know but I think that I think it's cool because it could still be a good tool you know mm-hmm. um it's not necessary i mean it's polar opposites but it's not necessarily like good and bad you know yeah. it's 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 something that you could use and i think that a lot of people i mean yeah i mean i meet some people and then you you feel like uh this person is not being yeah this person is being genuine with me you know what mm-hmm. i mean but that doesn't mean that they're in their character or not you know what i mean mm-hmm. that can just be you know so i'm just yeah, yeah i think that that's a that's a really cool thing because a lot of art forms are, uh i mean i suppose every artist at some point especially in their professional life has to step into boxes that you don't necessarily want to be in just to get paid for example or just to make a connection you know what i mean i feel like yeah i don't know there are not many passionate <laughs> wedding photographers <laughs> out there you know what i mean I feel hey, like, but they are you know i mean they are i'm not saying they're not like i love love yeah yeah th- i'm not saying they're not but, but i'm saying i do know a lot of photographers for like, example so this is what pays this pays emotes so i do this and then mm-hmm. i do my other thing on the side okay. you know what i mean but i feel like um dances is kind of uh maybe unique in a sense because the same way that you you know you're saying that you you de- there are varying levels of how you step into this you know what I mean? That at the end of the day, what the audience sees is the same person, you know? Yeah. Um, and what I wanted to ask you about the audience, we were talking about it a while back, that you said when you, when you perform in front of audiences and you said that, like, for example, it's a room full of white people um, and you just feel like, how would you possibly connect with this crowd? Um, you, 
explain the scenario where you perform and you as a performer are feeling the energy from the crowd and then you react to that and then that affects your performance but uh has there been any any performance that you did where you felt like this crowd I, where you thought i don't know how i'm going to connect with this crowd but by the end of the performance you felt like you did mm-hmm. <clears throat> if it's not the crowd that i wanted or like um is harder but i felt way back if i imagine myself in the theater i imagine seeing this crowd like elite why people and then sometimes i would spot like one black woman mm. <laughs> and then i would see the glam there i was like tonight i dance for you Aww. tonight i dance <laughs> for you so and this was my kind of way to reconnect and feel on stage mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. some as i said that was i lost already yeah, the but feeling yeah, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. these kind of situations brought me back yeah. you know right, right. so yeah, yeah sometimes even if the crown is <clears throat> Mostly why, but the few people that is there that I feel that it is important to listen or to see this and I can share and I know that we will understand, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Like, I don't need the whole crowd. Actually, all the prof- the productions that I do, that I like to create, I don't see interaction with the the public, but okay. I see as a, you are invited mm. to experience me tonight. Okay. So you are invite, invited to be in this space. Okay. So, like, of course, you need to be aware of, like, I'm not going like, to feed you so much with information because I want you to reflect on that. So okay. I'm not going to make it very clear for you to, I, I understood the whole show because yeah. I don't need you to yeah, understand yeah. the whole show. I yeah. need you it's to connect. It's an experience. Yeah. Okay. So you feel okay. like... Wait, sorry, go ahead. Um, just because we have five minutes oh, yeah. left and I really want to get into, I mean, your next upcoming production, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily a production on stage, right? Yes. You're making a movie. Yes, I'm making... Oh, yeah. oh you're a movie star. Yes. You forgot to hey, list this in star. your talents. <laughs> you know, movie star, movie yeah, no. producer, director. Let's oh, jeez. Oh, you're making it? a movie. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. No, she's making... We're, we're making a movie. Okay. About yeah, so tell girl. us about that. Yeah, it's going to be a moving a movie, a short movie mm-hmm. with uh, Alex from Cologne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are producing this together. Um... The video is about my journey in this pattern of like Brazil, hip hop, all these transitions of movements and dance forms and also transitioning with myself, my life. So this connection of me and dance that is always being there. So and somehow goes in different ways, but also connected in many parts. So it's going to be more abstractive as well, like with images so have all this this journey mm-hmm. and yeah it's been a lot of work but i'm very excited because it's the first thing that i'm creating together with him mm-hmm. uh, and sharing something that is about me easing me and is what i live through um yeah so i'm very excited yes. <laughs> somehow let's see and, um, when are you gonna start we're gonna shoot in october okay uh in the middle of October, 
And then, yeah, in November, I think it's going to be out already. Like screening? Yeah. Oh, okay, wow. Oh, so wow. Soon, yeah, soon. we are looking for resources. Of course, it's like a side project. It's like yeah. uh, uh, private somehow. So okay. we but are we'll figuring look out. out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll look That's out for exciting. the dates and the... Mm-hmm. Definitely, if you're in... Is it going to be in Berlin? Yeah, of okay. course. So if you're in Berlin, come okay. to the screening. Mm-hmm. And what do you... And what do you hope to um, achieve with this film? Uh, awareness in a way of like, I know we have many people out there that somehow can connect with my story. Um, and yeah, I feel like it's just this. It's about me also expressing this out, my experience, and hoping to connect with people that somehow feel like this and can feel inspired uh, in, an, in each way of like, or understanding how a trans person can be, uh, or understanding how an artist can be, uh, how uh, these uh, differences of dance styles can influence a person, or how is to uh, exist in these space, spaces mm-hmm. and do what I'm doing, and why I had to go to different styles and levels for be who I am. So it's kind of like this connection and also amazing. Yeah. And how do you feel about it? <laughs> how do you feel about it being about you? Cuz I feel like anything made about me personally, I mean, I would, you know, I'd be scared, I'd be intimidated, I am, I'm you freaking know? out. Oh, I'm freaking <laughs> I look very chill, but I'm freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's like opinions will be there, you know. Yeah. So I'm I really feel that now I need to to create this way. And I feel like this is the way that I want to express something that is inside of me and that it was inside of me and that is here to cook. And I feel like this is the best way to put it out now. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I just expect that people uh, can resonate or can connect in your way. I mean, I think when something comes from a pure place like that, I mean, whether there's criticisms or people talking shit or not, which there always will be, like that's one of the create biggest. better yeah like make it better <laughs> make it better but also like this is this is I mean like I said it's coming from a pure place you're putting yourself into it and I think that this is like one of the best gifts you I, can give it's to, an incredibly brave yeah. thing to do it's brave anyway. but it's also like there's so many people who it's gonna touch whether it's trans people whether it's artists whether it's people of color that like you putting yourself out there and touching all those different people then people they could talk go. let people talk <laughs> well on that note thank you so much Black yeah. Pearl for coming through thank you so and much and being on No Man's Land thank this was lovely having you thank you both and for having me for yeah. real wish you all the best in your film and your dances and your office life <laughs> <laughs> boss let's go I'm gonna have my own company this is my office way of yeah be like I'm being my own company <laughs> yeah, and we, and we hope to see you on one of our dance floors soon. Because yeah. as I'm on here, I'll say, oh, very, very. October mm-hmm. 2nd. True. Very, Just save the date. No man's land. That's all I'll say. Community. Night before Link the holiday. We'll do it. Yeah. 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 Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Review your own life.